thirsty, and 30. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Thirsty and 30, the podcast that's fun, informative, and truly the blind leading the blind in the love space. Our goal is to navigate and translate modern love with all its complications and quirks so you can make saner decisions. I'm Shari, your usual non-expert. Hi guys. Hi Shari, someone's complaining that FML, you still got that 30 minute, a uh, three minute timer. Okay, relax. It's so people can prep. <laughs> My God. Calm, calm down. We're just yeah. trying to relax here. Um, so yeah, I'm Bea. You're also non-expert on love, on modern love. And it's really another ridiculous Wednesday of us trying to unpack all that is finding modern love. I don't know if we're getting desperate, Shari, but but let's see. Um, let's say hello to a few people. You got Anne. Hi, Anne. How are you? Hi. Yay! Um, to, um, to my BFF CLI, um, my godchild, Lucky. Lucky, I love you, Nina. Miss <laughs> um, Isa, hello. Mike, Monica, and my cousin Arbs. Hey, guys. And yeah. our all our usual viewers. And we're on Kumu today, figuring I out this thing. It's complicated. But hi, hi Kumu. Um, yeah. Bear with us. <laughs> what if it's awkward? I have a inappropriate slip or something anyways hello yeah Yeah. okay so what are we going to do today Uh, which one where do we start though i i don't know i really extra creative right we're extra creative now yeah so sherry 2020 has been a really life-altering year for most of us i mean this is the first time we've all been locked down and i don't know if you saw the meme i posted you know in the beginning of the year you said i'm ready to date and then 2020 had this amazing ridiculous plan for you and you know we get the picture so we have to so this episode is all about this idea of you know being mindful lend it in some ways by using our mind in a very calm way and I've been thinking about it Sherry like you know they always talk about this with uh, CEOs or successful people about this idea of meditation or being in control of your emotions or whatever successful people do so I thought maybe we should look into this Um, do you know how do you meditate uh, it's like three minutes or so, but um, I do try to wake up without like looking at email or um, harassing yeah. myself. Maybe meditation is like a cup of coffee or um, journaling, mm, but my okay. journaling is like probably half a page. So let's see. So today mm. we're going to discuss this in two parts. So the first is we'll talk about meditation. And the second half is we'll be talking about Reiki healing, which I honestly don't know much about. Like to me, it's still a concept that's confusing. I know it's just trying to, okay, I hope she doesn't correct me later. <laughs> it's tapping into yourself or something, but I don't know. That's <laughs> I've never, ever, ever, I've never been to this kind of practice. I've never tried. Um, I'm interested. I'm always interested to learn. But yeah. you know what? I'm interested to know if I'm actually blocking love. Am I blocking it? And I want to unblock, you know? So I'm open to anything. Let's get creative. Because, you know, yeah. like, life is a blur. Like, now I have two things going on because I'm trying to figure the Kumu thing out in one year and us mm-hmm. in the other year. So maybe they'll yeah. help me just zen out 
and focus. Yeah. Okay. So, Before we introduce them, though, Shari, do you have any experience of things that you kind of thought was like woohoo, like you know, a bit insane? In other words, where no. someone said, "Try this, and you'll get a husband." Oh. Well, I wouldn't call it insane, but I've always been told like in my life that um, a good partner is something you pray for. Okay. And I don't know. I don't think that's crazy. I believe in that. Yeah. Well, I've had maybe two experiences, <laughs> one of which is my mom getting a, what do you call that? I don't know what it is. It's, oh, your friend. Oh, we, we have a hijacker on our cool. <laughs> Okay. Hi, Marielle. Um, okay. So the first thing is that my mom got someone bald and yeah. told me to write everything I wanted in a partner in a notebook. And then I had to sleep on top of the notebook. So yeah. I tried it for a few days, but I looked, sounded crazy. And I guess I didn't get much luck. The second one was, again, my mom took me to a marriage counselor and she gave me a bunch of books. Thank you, mom, for always looking after for me, um, a bunch of books on marriage and how to be a good wife. So I don't know. We'll see. Oh my God. I know. I remember when somebody told me before, like to write the name on like a piece of paper, write the name and then get yeah. the like, like needle and then just like focus on the name and just like trace it. I didn't do it. And then you're supposed to sleep on it. It's some yeah. Filipino, uh, what's the word? Agim, not agim, something like that. Whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Superstition. Yeah. We were not experts, Bea. We have to call them in to help us. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about our guests because, you know, know, I've never been to one of a session or a class, but I'll introduce our first guest. I mean, we're bringing them both out together. So Nick is someone I met through Chef JB. Um, and, you know, we both um, do, you know, we've been doing our research on our guests. And one of the things that I came up with on Google, my favorite source, is that it's actually really perfect. He is a real world adventure, a commercial director, entrepreneur, and Kundalini yoga and meditation teacher and sound healer. And there's a lot of fans out there, specifically on the f- female side, who message me that they're very excited to watch him. Um, yes. So explorations and chronicles around the world, constantly finding intersections between creativity and spirituality. I would love to say these things without laughing or, you know, not taking things seriously because I think he's a very, like, I don't know. He's very connected to himself. So I'm excited. Maybe you should bring him in. I love that intro. I love how you just basically read off what I wrote. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to bring justice. Oh to my God. But thank you. It's a joke though. No, no, it uh, sounded good from somebody reading it. Not my, not my own like thoughts. Yeah. Next, so re- join the manner kumu before oh, yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. tries to dive in. While um, Nick is uh, trying to join yeah. kumu, let's let say hi to in- some other people. Though. Okay, yeah, go ahead. And then let me introduce. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Say hi, Bea. Hi, Marielle. So I don't know what you're saying. Pray at Baklaran. Okay. Yes. Kara, yes. <laughs> pray. Uh, oh, Marielle is praying for you. All right, that's good. Right. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so, guys, our next guest, Kimmy Lou, she's our expert at Reiki healing. I'm so curious about this whole Reiki healing thing. 
Um, so Kimmy Liu is a life and corporate coach based in the Philippines, dedicated to helping individuals, teams, and companies in their journey towards more positivity and confidence. She believes that life is a party. Let's celebrate it every day and every way. And you know, when I posted the photo of her on her social media accounts, everybody was like, oh my God, Kimmy Liu. Oh my God, you're going to have Kimmy Liu on? Everybody, I don't know. I was like, everybody knows her. Like, so, guys, I am excited to show you Kimmy Lou. Hey, Kimmy. Oh, hi. Well, I try to be omnipresent. Omnipresent. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. Like, I'm everywhere. So, oh. yeah. Kimmy, be everywhere and join our Kumu. So, love the four. <laughs> how, do, how do I do it? How do I do it? Oh my god. Um, um, tap, tap the plus sign. I think. Okay, go to um go to Kumu, open it. <laughs> you love my instructor. I hope I'm doing this right. Go to Kumu, um, look for thirsty and thirty. Everyone else wants to get on the Kumu thing, do it. And then look for see the squares. And then there's a... is this a thirsty right? Yeah. Uh, click the click the plus sign. Um, Hi, Kumu friends. Um, this is our first Kumu team. Um, there you're in. So, guys, Kumu is a Filipino Filipino based um app, right? So, hello, mga Filipino, kamo sa kumu kayo. Kumu sa. Ah, kumu sa kumu kayo. Nandito po tayo para mag um. What's unblock in Tagalog? Mag, mag unblock ng pagmamahal sa ating mga buhay. <laughs> okay. So guys. Okay, so guys, let's 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 dive in. Let's dive in their topic. So let's. Uh, I want to ask the two of you guys this question first. Do you believe in soulmates, or do you believe that we only have one love? Give me go ahead. Uh, definitely. I think, uh, like, I was introduced to the concept of soulmates when I was in second year high school. When I saw my soulmate, you know, I had no idea what it meant. But, like, you know, like, I, I, I remember, like, I had to ask, like, friends. And at the time, it was still, like, the dial-up internet. Uh, you know, like, you're, like, thinking, like, okay, um, what soulmate? Someone who you just see and you just fall for them and you feel like there's this profound connection. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 you know, like this, this girl, I won't name her, but like until now we're, we're still very deeply connected. In fact, she got married today, but you know, we're, we're close enough that we say, I love you to each other, but it's, it's not romantic anymore. It's evolved into a more, 
uh, a deeper kind of love. So it's like, you know, we know all of her shit, but like at the same time, um, there's a very, very deep love. But I don't think we're limited to one soulmate. I think I've also met a couple of others. <laughs> but beyond, did it, did it sting though? The Like your soulmate that you said that you met so that he's getting married, married bang like little like array. Like of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Okay. It's, that's that okay. you know yeah. you need that 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 pinch. But it's not yeah. a crippling pain. It's more like, oh wow, it's this this love's pretty deep. You know, like I can actually yeah. just observe yeah. and like uh recognize like and be happy for them and not feel any like resentment towards them. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's nice. Sherry, do you have a soulmate? I wish. <laughs> Never met him. I wish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like, I don't know. I'm a Disney girl. I want to believe in the whole. We were just talking about I'm, this a few nights ago, actually. What I a Disney to... girl is. <laughs> I, I want... Are you guys? So you, want, you want the happy ending. Don't we all want the happy ending? At the end of the day, whatever way it is with a partner, without a partner. With a kid, yeah. without a kid, whatever, wherever life takes you, you just want to be happy. I think that's that's the only universal thing in life. Nobody wants to be upset or sad. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. The word soul like freaks me out. Yeah. Uh, I'm a bit cold, so or maybe hesitant to like get swept off my feet or something. But for me, the word soul is like really freaky, and the word mate is like buddy. So to combine both is a lot of intensity. And I think it's like looking for a, I don't know, a needle in a haystack. No, but yeah. I do believe that your soulmate doesn't have to be your romantic partner. Um, I believe a best friend can be a soulmate. A sibling can be a soulmate. Um, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's romantic at all. Like, I agree. I agree. I think there are different levels of... Uh, of soulmate you know like it could be platonic it could be very sexual or it could yeah. be you know totally romantic and very short-lived like i remember yeah. i think like you know like oh there was this girl that i met like a couple of years ago and she was like you know like it was an instant look again like and i was older i was much older i was in my 30s now so like yeah. you know it's like we're working and then you have this really seemingly random encounter and then you end up talking the whole night and then at midnight she needs to get on a flight back to the states from singapore it's like it's crazy it's like a, it's yeah. from a movie you know what i mean and, cinderella bayon cinderella i mean like you know but we're still in touch but parang she has her own life you know like it's like she can't it's not you think that should pa- i'd pack my bags or should pack her bags and we'll move in together but she has two kids you know like she can't just and they're young so it's one of those things where it's it's romantic but at the same time you know, it kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely agree. Like, I have a similar um, cuento. I met someone on the train in New York. Like, we literally looked at each other and then we became friends. And then same thing, I had to leave. We were crying at the airport. So I felt like that moment right there, I was just being grateful. At the same time, really sad, and I was telling God, "No, bayan, okay, no." And then I all leave. So there were there are moments like soulmate moments. Okay. 
so I do like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, sige. I want right. a soulmate moment. Paano ba? Guys, teach me how to attract a soulmate moment. You know, it's called, you know, that, um, uh, it's a movie term. Uh, meet cute. I want a meet cute. Uh, meet cute? What does it mean? Meet someone cute. No, no. I mean, like, you know, when you watch, like, a rom-com or whatever movie, it's when the uh, protagonists meet, like, in some awkward, like, sort of um, serendipitous way. I meet cute. No idea. I obviously don't watch a lot of rom I, I haven't heard of that, but it's it's definitely like a serendipity movie for sure. Yeah, but I yeah. think like, honestly, for me, don't look for it long. Mm-hmm. Parang like just do your thing, go where you want to go. Don't try to like meet anybody. And I think like when I look back at my experiences, they're definitely the ones to like when you least expect it, and parang that's when it kind of comes out. Because like I feel like. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna talk a bit like I get a bit more like in hippie lingo. Like you gotta trust the universe, you know. It's, it's gonna it's gonna provide, but you gotta be ready to like accept that. And okay. that means being, I mean, this concept of neutrality, wherein you're just like you're there, you're present, you're doing your thing. You're not expecting. You're not like forcing or obsessing because that's the honestly you're just getting in the way. You're getting in the way yeah. of the of the men, the women, of what you know, whatever. And uh, I mean, I'm, I believe in that. Like, you gotta relax into it, talaga. Okay, so this episode is all about relaxing. That's Uh-oh. why we think <laughs> letting we're both really strung <laughs> out, the two of us. I mean, I am. I was very strung out before I got to this episode. I don't know why. I mean, yeah. So let's talk about meditation first. Um, okay. Nick, for those that are first timers, give us the gist. What is it about? What's the superpower? Okay, so I'll premise it first on my experience. So I got into meditation like seven years ago. And, you know, like because I was reading a lot of, um, you know, productivity books and, uh, you know, the, the whole spiritual aspect was very minute. It wasn't the initial motivation. But I realized that, like, you know, like, getting into it, like, it, it's really, like, learning how to exercise for the first time. Like, I, I and I was reading a lot about that. And apparently, you're going to have to go through that, that ringer. Like, for me, it was, like, almost six months to start breaking through. And it's like, you know, you're, when, you, when you start meditating, at first, you're just watching your breath. You're trying to stay with your breath. But then the thought comes up. Then an emotion comes up. Then a story starts building. But the thing is, I realized that I was actually approaching it, I was approaching it in a in in like the wrong way. Because like it's not about eliminating the thoughts. It's actually just being able to harness your mind, being able to concentrate on your breath. And what does it mean? You know, it doesn't mean that the distractions are gonna go away. It simply means that you know you're gonna be you're gonna have the fortitude and the grit. And the, and the technique to be able to constantly bring it back to your awareness without getting triggered, without getting, you know, provoked. So that's, it's, that's why they call it the practice. It's not a pursuit of perfection. It's just yeah. the pursuit of being, you know, like being there, like finding. The, and for me, more importantly, because like the, the mental clarity, the silencing of the, you know, being able to like dial it down a bit. That's just a very small part of the process, for me, the best part, which I think is how people like 
you know, super successful entrepreneurs and like athletes is because they're able to find the insights in the noise. And yeah. that's a superpower. When you're able to really refine, you know, your, your, the way you think, the way you concentrate and really dig deep into your consciousness instead of just reacting to every single impulse. You know, yeah. there's a study they say about like um, with uh, they did like this um, scientific study on a certain group of people and they were made to choose between um, sitting with your thoughts for around like 10 to 15 minutes or getting an electric shock. I think majority of that study <laughs> wanted the electric shock. What? You know, so I mean, it's it's pretty insane how you know, like, there's so many studies that prove that it's really there to really boost your you know your quality of life. But at the same time, you know, like studies show that people don't want to do the work because for them it's such a it's painful because it is painful. You know, you're you're yeah. literally rewiring your brain. I mean, when you're rewiring your like, actual like you know wires from like your computer, it, you could get electrocuted, and it's the same thing. So yeah. it's you know you gotta have you gotta have the mindset and the discipline to to really experience the the benefits of a meditative practice. So Nick, I do have a question though. Um, sure. So the benefits of meditation. It's a, uh, there are a lot, but since we are in the Modern Love podcast, do <laughs> you think there's a, um, there is a benefit to meditation and finding love or being more open to love or being better in relationships or something? 100%. Actually, let's focus 100%. on finding, finding love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, okay, I'm, I mean, I know we're talking about like, romantic love here but like i think it's totally possible but it's not gonna be i mean like in terms of the law of attraction you know they always say like you gotta like think about visualize but like the thing is what people don't realize is that like i remember with my teachers um whenever they'd, they'd always stress the importance of um relaxing you know they call it shunya shunya means getting into your still your still point and when you relax and be in that neutral uh, space that's when you attract a lot of prosperity because you're so light you, like you're metaphysically yeah. light you're physically light and like they use the analogy of like a uh, light and um you know like flies right they get attracted to the light and mm-hmm. that's you that's that's the concept of prosperity when you're so still when you're so bright that's when prosperity is going to attract you they're going to go towards you instead of you looking for it so that's the idea of it when you have a meditative practice you're going to be so magnetic like people are going to want to be around you and you know what frequency are you on if you're on the frequency of you know you're very positive you're very open you're going to attract people like that but if you're negative complaining you know bitching about Mm -hmm. life Man, you're gonna attract a lot of people like that too. So if you just if you notice who are the people that you're interacting with in your life on a daily basis, observe their characteristics. More often than not, they're like you. You know? So, you know, if you can cultivate the person you wanna be and yeah. the person that you wanna attract, you gotta work on that. Because if not, you're gonna keep attracting the toxic, the negative, you know, the ones that are annoying. Because we're all mirrors of each other, the right? Essentially, yeah. I am you and you are me. 
that's the that's a, that's a yogic um like uh philosophy yeah so that's why mm-hmm. you need to realize that the other person isn't just another person it's a reflection of you it's reminding you of what you need to work on this is a good one that's true it's hard to be attracted to someone who's bv bad vibes always too i agree when somebody's exactly. I mean, i'm not i'm not a ray of sunshine so when they meet somebody <laughs> who is even less of a ray of sunshine I'm like oh my god i'm exhausted like it's yeah. tiring to be around people like that yeah. and that's okay, why they one, say yeah go ahead man. Go on, go on. No, no I just want to. Like, I, don't, I don't want to lose my my, my, yeah. my train of thought. Eh. Like go on, you know, man. you know when they say the cliche is, um, love yourself first before you mm-hmm. can find that, you know, that that partner. And it, mm-hmm. you know, like at first I didn't really give it any like deeper thought, but like because of my practice with yoga and meditation, it makes so yeah. much sense. Because eh. parang yeah. like the practice of like tantra of tantric yoga. It's the union of the self. And if you're very in tune with yourself, then you can attract somebody who's also very in tune with themselves. And you can have a very healthy relationship. That's why it's, for me, it, it makes sense. That's why it's so important. Like you can't have a, if you're, if you're a codependent, if you always leech on, you know, like, oh, this is my life. You're fucked. I mean, sorry, you're, 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 you're in big trouble. You're in big trouble. Okay, one question, very practical. Women, they complicate things. We tend to think, overthink. If someone replies this way, we tend to analyze, dissect with our friends. Why did he say this? What does this mean? What is a simple exercise for women to stop overthinking? Before a date, when they're texting a man, like, you know, just be a calmer woman. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) so it's very simple. Um, So in, in... in meditation and yoga, uh, they have this thing called pranayama, which is uh, our breathing exercises. And they say when you're able to control your breath, you can control your life. Because when you breathe, more often than not, majority of the, pop- the human population, we either breathe very lightly or we hold our breath unconsciously. That's why when you do long, deep breathing, you can try it out. Breathe Inhale deeply through the nose. Yeah. Exhale completely through the nose. Deep breaths, <laughs> like hear yourself breathe. You're going to start getting lightheaded. You're going to start getting okay. dizzy. Because you're actually taking in more oxygen in your brain. Yeah. And that's why you're not used to that sensation of the, that, all that, that prana, that oxygen circulating throughout your brain, going into your lungs, going into your body. And then you're going to yeah. start feeling kind of high. You're going to start feeling tingles. And that's like adrenaline. But that's because you're breathing mindfully. So for me, if you can do a bit of long, deep breathing, like let's say for a minute to three minutes before you go on a date, just to kind of bring your, I guess, your, 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 your space into like, a, yeah, into like an equilibrium. Because mm. I mean, come on, like, why do people say when you're going up, up, on a stage for a presentation, breathe, yeah. take a deep breath. I mean, that's a yogic thing. But yeah. you got to do it, like, not just one. Like, do it constantly, mindfully. Okay. And you're going you're gonna to see a difference. Like, I mean, like with sex, right? When you start synchronizing your breath, like, yeah. it's like it gets more intense, right? Because you're literally circulating energy within each other, within yourselves, yeah. within all the oxygen around you and you're creating this like like 
cosmic orgasm, you know, like and a literal orgasm. So it's pretty. So it's pretty all cool. in the breath. Before we dive in more about meditation, can you give like Bay and I like a quick tutorial? Like guide us through like a two minute meditation. Like how sure. how should we how should we do it? Like to all the newbies out there, you guys can try to um, follow. This, yeah, with us. Yeah. So just um, if you're seated down or you're lying down, it's fine. Okay. Uh, gently close your eyes. Okay. Now I just want you to notice and observe the the quality of your thoughts, and just observe like. Don't overthink. Don't dissect. And now observe what you're feeling, the quality of your emotions. Just observe like you're watching your feelings and you're just acknowledging, okay, I feel this way. Now gently scan your physical body, starting from the top of your head, moving down to your face. down to your neck and just observing if there's any tension, if there's any tightness. Observe your chest, your back and your spine. And I'll start to soften your abdomen, relaxing your hips and your pelvis. Softening your thighs and your knees. Softening your shins and your feet. And keeping your eyes closed, inhale deeply through the nose. Pause the breath gently. And exhale completely from the mouth with a sigh. Again, inhale deeply through the nose. Pause the breath gently. Sorry. you suck. Very, very basic, very simple. It's like, um, it's more like a practice of mindfulness. Because like breath you know, work is a form of meditation. I think I think it's also you. You have the voice for it. You have the voice. I know. I was just saying you. It's not like words were too intense. I have to say. No, it was relaxing. Babe. Can you like record me like a one hour thing so I can like fall asleep with you? I just actually saying? have on Spotify, so I can send that. And there you go. Oh, please send before. Before you get upset with your partner, please listen to this. Yeah, like before, I was getting <laughs> into my meditation. Don't make today, girls, yeah? don't make your guys, your husbands, your oh, boyfriends yeah. listen <laughs> to my voice. I think I can suggest a woman, a, a woman meditator, at least you know yin and yang. Let's not go to. <laughs> I was gonna say the it's because it's. I just can't, you know. Take I will try again. I will try again. But yeah, I think you need a one-on-one with me. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> next, please. Next question. Okay, so okay, let's wait before we ask more questions to mm-hmm. Nick. Let's dive in right first, so we, we can um, answer certain questions. So, uh, Kimmy, about can you tell us um, what is Reiki healing? Hmm. Reiki is life force energy. 
So everything has energy. I mean, you know, this, the, our conversation has energy. My room has energy. Your rooms have energy. Everything. You believe in this, you guys? If you agree, at the very least. <laughs> okay. So I hope believes that everything is energy or has energy. And basically, we have energy centers in our body. So these are what we call the chakras. And really, I would say, it's similar to, you know, how when your laptop is um, lagging or conking out because maybe one folder has too many videos, one folder has too many, like, um, spreadsheets or whatever, and it's just lagging or it's shut off automatically. You bring it to the shop, and then the guy says, hey, kailangan natin i-reboot. Okay. So now, really, for me, at least, is a reboot. So they fix all of the, the folders, they fix the virus, and then you're like a new person. But you're the same person, you're the same laptop. But then you're functioning like more flowingly and fluidly and faster. So that is really like as simple as that. That's how I explain it to beginners um, or newbies. So Reiki is a reboot of your energy folders. And so, yeah. it works where, yeah, it works where it's supposed to. Uh, I have no idea if it's going to be physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. It just yeah. works. Like it just reboots itself. So same question I had with Nick a while ago. Reiki, can it can it help Bay and I find love? <laughs> can't even take the meditation seriously. How am I gonna do this? <laughs> Give me advice. In in Reiki, there's no negative or positive. They only say or it's blocked. Like the energy is blocked. So you can actually block that through the healing process. Okay. Actually, I don't think we asked the both of you. The, the topic of the title of our show now is Are We Blocking Love? Do you guys think that our energies are actually blocking it? The question is for the both of you. Maybe. About you guys? Maybe. No, not with us. I mean, people. Nice <laughs> us. I am not blocking energy. I mean, um, like in general, do you think somebody's um, way of living, way of life, way of thinking is actually blocking them or stopping them from finding the love of their lives or something? Yes, and sometimes it's even like unconscious. We don't know that we are actually blocking it already. That's the thing. Mm. So we need cleansing and healing and all of these things. I know they sound so weird, but for some people it really works. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that kind of, it does make you, I mean, I'm not laughing because I think this is important, but it's more of, it's really awkward. Like when you're feeling your, um, your senses inside is weird. Like, because you're so busy, you act all like, you're always busy. You don't have time for that. And then suddenly when things are just a little bit more sensitive, it is kind of a bit freaky for me yeah. at least. No, I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I don't like, think you should feel like this, but when you feel like, that means it's working. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like, I don't know, but like when I attempt or even when I read about things like this, sometimes I feel kind of like, am I, am I like, 
going like you know I'm nuts or something. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, yeah. I wasn't into this like for most of my life, and my mom, you know, is into like all this energy healing crystals and stuff. And I remember telling her before, just you know, like a couple of years ago, like what the heck is this? This is ridiculous. But like, I mean, I would, I have to admit, like, I mean, I'm not that into the like crystals or energy healing as as I was compared to before. Like, I was pretty obsessed with it. I think it was a phase for me, but I can appreciate it now. I can understand where they're coming from. But like, if you ask me now, like, if um, like, am I gonna like, you know, like go and go every day to like a healer and try to like align my chakras? I'm not gonna go for that. I'd rather go outside and play basketball, to be honest, because like I feel like spirituality and all these like um healing modalities, they they you know as helpful as they are, they can also be crutches. You know, mm-hmm. like they can really get in the way and make it all about, you know, like a placebo effect. But like whatever for me, you know, like meditation doesn't even need to be like a like a formal practice. Like, I mean, like let's let's, let's put basketball as an example. Like I, I, you know, I was into basketball growing up, up to like college. And then I just was so sick of it. I didn't touch it for like 10 years but because I started like, you know, spending more time in my mom's house during this pandemic. You know, there's a, there's a basketball court here in the house. I just started, you know, picking up the ball and shooting, you know, randomly. And then I started feeling, wow, I'm, I'm, my, my thoughts are turning off. Like, I'm not feeling, I'm not thinking. I'm just, you know, like, it was kind of like a meditative experience. And now, like, honestly, like, I, I feel like while, whenever I visit, it's, it's, my, it's my form of meditation because it really gets, gets me out of my head. And I think you just got to find that, you know, and, when you're in that cassette, it really opens up a lot of windows, a lot of doors. Not just in terms of romance, but like in terms of the people you need to meet, opportunities that are for you. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's such an interesting thing. Yeah, uh, I, I will agree. Like there are different kinds of uh, meditation. There's, you know, when you're seated and you're super relaxed. Some do like a color. Some wash the dishes, some play basketball, and it's that meditative state of just being blank because that resets your brain, and we need that reset every now and then. So it comes in different forms, whichever works for you. So it can be journaling or maybe having your cup of coffee, whatever it is that makes you feel great. So I have a question though. Um I'm sure there's like a uh like did you guys have like a turning point like like that made you dive into your practice? Like I mean nobody just goes like okay, today I'm going to be a reiki or a life coach or th- like today I'm going to teach people meditation. Was there like a certain turning point in your lives that led you to this? Um Whoever can go first. Jack and Floyd. I think the story is more interesting. So I'll start with... No, of course not. All our stories are interesting. But, um, All our stories are. Yeah. No, but me and man, I mean, it was it was like uh, my, you know, my marriage ended like a couple, like six years ago, six years ago. I mean, that was the trigger. I mean, I was already interested in meditation, but more for productivity, for efficiency it wasn't really to dive in spiritually because i wasn't i would I, I would i wasn't spiritual at all i wasn't even religious so 
when my marriage ended, it really kind of, you know, when all the coping mechanisms weren't working, like drinking, going out, you know, the drugs, it doesn't, it, it just, I was desperate to be honest. And, um, I remember reaching out to one of my cousins who was like, you know, a hippie. And then I was like, I, I gotta learn, you know, I gotta learn how to meditate. I'm desperate. And she was like, come, you know, like I went to this Hindu gathering in Magallanes and they were all women. And, you know, you're doing different Hindu um, meditation, like golden cloud meditation. And it was, you know, I was really tripping out on it because it was really so new. Like there was the novelty of it was still there. And uh, after the, the, the meditation, a lot of the women were saying, have you tried Kundalini yoga? And I'm like, no, I've never heard of it. And they were like, you got to come. It's in this beautiful house. This American teacher is the one that leads the sessions. And I went the next, the next day and you know, that, that very first class was like, man, it was mind-blowing. It was so powerful that it wasn't an, just a eureka moment. Like, my entire body experienced something very visceral. And uh, that was really like, I was, I was hooked. I was going every day. It led me to India. It led me to New Mexico. It really opened up this entirely new door. Mm-hmm. And it opened up, like, this... I don't know, like something like these infinite possibilities that I never, ever, ever would have even considered, you know, years ago. But it's brought me to this, to this path. And, you know, the I did my teacher training um, three years ago in New Mexico for Kundalini Yoga, but it wasn't to be a teacher. It was really just to deepen my practice. I didn't want to be a teacher. Like it never, ever crossed my mind. But after the, the training, I just felt like the need, this, this gravitational force pulling me to teach because I'd, I learned so much that I said, I got to share this. Like, I can't keep this to myself. Like, I really have to share this. And, you know, after that, things just kept going and going and, like, fast forward to now, but I, I, I'm teaching full-time. One question about being married, you know, being married before and then separated in this kind of culture in the Philippines. What's it like? Like, do people judge? judge a lot like this is what I always wonder um a lot of things are not discussed in the Philippines and one of which is the you know when people get separated yeah what was that like and then I guess you talk about your time in you know um New Mexico and that's helped you but in here is it easy to you know no it wasn't it was really it was one of the hardest experiences of my life to be honest because like I mean you know my both our families were very conservative, came from very Catholic. So, you know, we got married in church. So we had to go through the annulment process, which is something I would never will on anybody because it's just disgusting. And it's yeah. like so expensive, so like humiliating. It's long like, too, right? It takes a long, it's a long process. Yeah, it took around two years for the church annulment. But it was difficult. because, like, I think that when, you know, all in hindsight, looking back at it, like it was actually pretty smooth between me and my ex-wife, but um, it was the people around you, you know, your family, your friends, people you knew. The stigma of oh, um, are you okay? Like I'm so sorry that your marriage ended. Parang it kind of branded you as like blacklisted, na failure. Like you failed, you failed publicly. You know, like your marriage failed. That's how they say it, right? So yeah. that was a mind fuck for sure. Like it really. Like, that was so hard to, like, um, deal with. But then I think that's how you develop thick skin. Because eh? it gets to the point where you're so sick of it. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, 
I remember I would just like I would have go to answers now like okay if I wanted I don't want if I can't be bothered I'll just say oh we're good you know yeah I've, we've all moved on or if they want to hear something hopeful oh we're still good friends you know like it's 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 all good or if they want to hear something grim I'll be like yeah it's over but you know been there done that parang it got to the point na parang you're so immune to it yeah. because it's so annoying yeah. that you so, kind of like you really build thick skin. Yeah. How about you, Kimilu? How was your experience? What changed? Uh, well, I was lost. I was crying for no reason. Parang baliw, like crazy. And then well, my parents are actually marriage counselors. So I saw them at a very young age helping married couples, you know, get back together or fix things, um, fight also. So... Um, I knew that I just needed to talk to someone, but there weren't any available life coaches back then in 2009 in the Philippines. So I had to Google and all that. I ended up in San Diego. And I actually um, took the course because of NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming. And then it had hypnotherapy, and then it had Reiki. But then I really liked the Reiki part, which I had no idea about. It was my mm-hmm. first encounter with it, and I just fell in love with it. I was so drawn to it that I started practicing it. So I have been attracting people um, who come to me as clients who are lost. Like if there's no clarity, if they're worrying, they need some guidance um, in career or whatever it is, then... They're the, the ones who usually come to me. So I was lost. And then I found myself. I found this career. Yeah. Bayo, how come when we're lost, we drink? How come they did something productive? I know, I've lost, okay, I've been deported in the airport because I felt lost that time. There's actually a lot of things that do happen to me with visas. Um, lost for me is not finding, you know, some healing method it's really a little bit a lot more negronis and old-fashioned drinks than i can possibly consume um <laughs> yeah it's fine but not good. i tend to drink and then my my one of my best friends isa would just be like the senga ka naman or things like that and, and never got into the whole i'm gonna meditate i'm gonna be a reiki healer mm-hmm. blah 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 oh such <laughs> relax I but the struggle is real. The struggle is real because I like I I enjoy drinking. I enjoy going out and partying. And so you don't drink like, anymore. Was, I don't drink anymore. Um, but know. like it it took a while to get to that point because like I remember like maybe the first three years of getting into it, I would still go out a lot, you know. But parang I would get drunk, get a hangover, and I'm like, man, what am I doing? I'm like living a double life. Parang I'm meditating, you know. I wasn't teaching yet. But, like, I think when I started teaching, that's when I started understanding, okay, but how can you freaking be a teacher if you're going to be, you're going to go out all night, drink, have a hangover, show up to class? Like, how, I mean, what kind of energy are you going to be sharing to your yeah. students? I mean, you know, like, at one aspect, it was, like, it was a practical decision because, like, you want to feel good. You want to get the class over and done with, right? But like it was, it was a challenge to kind of like start being aware of that. But then I don't know. Like, parang it got to the point where, I think the hardest part because I was like 
saying no to people eh, whenever because I, I still go out to a bar like I wouldn't not go out but they, they'd say oh take a shot na. and I'm like no no thanks no thanks and like I I insulted them pa. so I learned na lang to parang pretend that I'm drinking so I'll take a shot I'll have a bottle of beer on me and I'll spit the shot back and I'll have a glass of like soda water lang. it's just what you people want to see what they want to see so sometimes yeah. he's got to play, you know, give them a smoke screen and, you know, join the fun. You know, I guess you don't want to ruin the vibe, Brendan. There's a big stigma with people who don't like to drink. But, like, it's totally possible to have fun. I mean, you know, yeah. like, I'm, I'm all for plant medicine. I'm not for, for now alcohol. I, feel, I, can do. I feel so bad I'm the only one drinking here. I only have, like, one drink a week, you know. So. This one is perfect. Tequila is a good escape, but not a solution. Thank you, Kyra, for reminding me. I used to drink, like, a lot. Look at this also. Pero masaya ko blessing. Masaya talaga. Masaya talaga. I don't have the same tolerance when I was younger. I could drink like crazy. Now I have one drink and I'm just like, kinakaya. Wait, Camilo, I'm interested. What does one little exercise, Shari, and I could do? Because yeah. I obviously failed in the meditation exercise. My so maybe you can give me uh, another oh, chance. Yeah, yeah give us a minutes. <laughs> so this is like a combination of everything. It's still, you know, the work. So I have this favorite practice, which is mm-hmm. called Ho'oponopono. Again, again, um, sorry. Ho'o, pono, pono. Okay. So you say ho'o. 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 Pono. Pono. Ho'o, pono. 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 Ho'o, pono, pono. I will say it in English. So it's I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Oh, made worse phrases in life. I can't say any of those. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're just uttering words. You're not saying it to anyone. You'll just verbalize okay. it. So okay. you say it to ourselves, like to myself. I'm telling myself. You just say it out loud. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive to me. Others? And somehow, maybe it will heal you or heal some people around you. Transcend. Okay. So, means becoming or being. Pono means sacred or perfect. Um, so, it, it means becoming perfect, perfect. And your perfect self is your zero self, meaning um, you're very pure. You are cleansed. There's no judgment. There's no programming. You're just a being. So, when you see these four phrases, you are cleansing anything that is blocking or hindering you, whatever it is. So you just say those four phrases. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. So we'll try three times first, and then we'll do an exercise with it. Can we oh. try that? Yeah, sure. Okay. okay. I'm down. So stressed. Let me touch first. <laughs> Wait, let me touch more. I love you. I'm sorry. You just put all the phrases I hate saying into one exercise. How could this happen? I might have volunteered to do this. You need it. You need this, Bea. You need this. this oh, is it again? Yeah, yeah. I love. Okay. I love. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. 
I say I love eating my dogs a lot. Um, oh. <laughs> I did see that in Paris um, Health and Documentary where she likes more animals. She likes animals more than people. Documentary. It took a turn, you know? I did not realize a documentary. Uh, to our viewers out there, if you want to watch something very interesting, Paris Hilton's documentary. It's it's not what you think it would be. Um, okay, sorry. Okay, let's go back to... Okay, exercise. Yes. Okay, so three times lang, all of this. Like, okay. Like, four, all of you. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please forgive me. Thank you. I'm sorry. I love, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. One more. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Okay, take a deep So now we're going to tap into that. Basically, we're tapping into meridians in your body, and it sends a signal to your brain to cleanse. Okay. Okay. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Oh, from the heart. Someone's telling me to say it from the heart. Okay, wait. <laughs> I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. Okay. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I can't. Okay. I love you. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. What? There? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's psychological active pressure. Okay. So, what does this do? Does it bring us to the moment? Like, I'm telling myself. It sends a signal. For example, like, if you want to answer quickly, you're going to start because you're at this one sends a signal to your brain to think quickly and then this one if you google philosophers you're looking this way because this, this is deep thinking naman. so all of these anon, points have their own function I love you I'm sorry I love you I'm sorry I love you I'm sorry yeah, I am gonna do. <laughs> Someone's calling me out. May I participate? I'm trying. Nothing to say. How are you feeling, Babuya? She's getting triggered. She's getting triggered. Oh my god, this is the words. Honestly, these are all the words I hate saying. Okay. Yeah, we have so one question, though. Yeah, what? We're gonna need to up on that. Oh yeah, this is a good question. Okay. How do you know if you are projecting negative energy? Like in your head, you're okay, but others, you are repelling people with your negative energy. Okay. I mean, for me, that's the simplest thing. Self-awareness. Like, okay, I don't think people want to talk to me. I keep telling them about my heartache or my problems. And they're getting fatigued from my story. So maybe you need to observe that. Hmm. How about my... you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, like I think it's um, like what, what Kimmy said. Like, um, I mean, Kundalini Yoga is known as the yoga of awareness. So... 
it's it's really about you know like it's funny I'm gonna connect this to Bea. Um, like it's they say in the practice when you're it's designed to poke and provoke you mm-hmm. to get triggered that's that's the main purpose of the practice why because when you're in your comfort zone that's a luxury that's that's a that's a that's not a that's not a basic need that's 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 a that's a that's that's gravy that's just additional you know cushioning but when mm-hmm. you're out of your comfort zone that's when you evolve you know you know, like when you when when you embrace challenging situations, when you embrace challenging moments, instead of running away, easier said than done, hundred percent. But when you actually embrace it, that's when you actually develop, you know, like character, strength. You know, that's why you know, like a lot of the lessons that we keep facing in our lives, especially with relationships, are always like repetitions, or mm-hmm. like um, you know, like um, just like versions of what happened before in the past and you know we'll never they'll always keep coming up until we learn them so you know your vibe it's so important because eh? uh, you know you may not be aware of it like you know i remember you know like in the first few months of the pandemic you know my brother parang we, we kind of had this like open confrontation he was like parang major bad vibes ka bro and i'm like what do you mean like and then then i realized that i was like feeling really shitty like I wasn't feeling good because I was so affected by the, you know, by the pandemic. And in my head, I was just like keeping myself busy, keeping myself productive. But, you know, the brain is just like one tiny aspect of your entire um, body. But like your your vibe, that energy, that 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 is something you need to like cultivate because you can be pretty oblivious to it, too. And most people are. I think this is an interesting question, too, guys. So if you keep on attracting the same sort of people with the same sort of junk, does it mean that there's something in our vibe that's attracting that? 100%. 100%. So if I draw in negative people or negative, okay, let's go back to love, negative love interests, it's me. Yep, it's you. It's not them. It's not. <laughs> Hate to break it to you, but... <laughs> I they had us. <laughs> no, I really believe it though. Yeah. I really believe that you can't. I remember someone used to tell me like stop being a victim, and one of the key things is really to stop trying to say like I feel bad for myself that this is happening. It's your own doing. It's your own choice, and you know, toughen yeah. up. Yeah, breathe, yeah. breathe yeah. better. Yeah, we're all saying it's them, it's them, it's them. But really, the only person you can blame is yourself with everything. You even if yeah, you put yourself in situations, and then yeah, guys. Yeah, and great question. It's us. Um. So what else? Uh, what do you do? You guys have messages to people. Uh, what? Go ahead, Kimi. It's not you. It's me. That line. I hate that line. Stop using that, everyone. Stop. <laughs> Killing I use that line as a joke, like with um somebody. I was like, you know what? It's not gonna work. It's um, it's not me. It's you. I, I was just being a jerk. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, how about an uh, actual success stories with your practice? Yeah, you work with that. people, unblocking. Um, do you guys have actual like success stories that you can share? 
I have um, someone who was married and then she had to break up with the husband because she saw him with, I think, another woman on their bed. Literally. So she seeks for help and we worked on self-love. Really, again, you know, focusing on yourself first and your worth. Because when you know your worth, then you know also what you deserve, what kind of love you deserve. So then we did a lot of healing, um, manufacturing work, but really it all boiled down to self-love. You know what RuPaul says? Put that line that you keep on saying. Like if you don't know how to love yourself, how can anybody love you as well? Something like that. That's mm. yes, but we believe in that. And now she is happily married with an a wonderful um, man, and that's what he's telling me. Like you helped me manifest this guy, but again, I will tell her, it's not me. It's you. You did it. You loved yourself before. Um, this is really good. I super believe that you need to really practice self-love before you can give love. I mean, that's exactly what you're saying, Kimmy. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, how, how about you, Nick? Well, I mean, I don't really know the um, the relationship dynamics of my students, but uh, oh, yeah. I mean, most of my students are most of my students are women, though. Like ninety eight percent are women. But that's just the way it is with yoga and meditation, especially here in the Philippines, pa, you know. But like, you know, like I mean, they do reach out. They do like, I mean, it, it, it's mostly how the effect that they feel, like after the after the practice, after a session, like they they feel more relaxed. They feel more clear. Some of them get really emotional. Some of them cry, or some of them just feel a lot of gratitude. And it's like, you know, I mean, I always, I always tell them that you know, it's not me. You know, it's you. I'm just there to, like, hold space. You know, I'm there to facilitate. I'm there to, to help guide you. But, like, all of these things are already in you. It's just that you're so distracted. Sometimes you're so caught up in the grind that you can't recognize that, you know, these feelings are just there. And sometimes we just really lock them in. I mean, like, for me personally, like, I, I don't like experiencing negative feelings. Like, I run away from them. But I always realize that, they end up catching up with me and it's like a freaking tsunami, you know, like it's just so overwhelming, so painful. But I think that's what the meditative experience teaches you and yoga, you know, to be present to, you know, even though you're feeling all this sadness or all this fear that you're still moving, you're still flowing with it. You're not resisting it, you know, and it's like, because there are, the insights are there. It's just that, you know, we're so programmed and, you know, like conditioned to believe that, you know, you have to, you know, veer away from pain, veer away from discomfort. When we know this, you know, we, you know, when you put in the hard work, when you put in the discipline that, you know, you, you benefit from that. That's why, you know, like look at athletes, look at um, people who are super skilled in the arts, you know, they hone their craft day in, day out. And that for me, that's, that's, you know, like it, it's not a job. It's like a, it's a, it's a craft, getting into that flow state. And you want to get to that even with your relationships. Oh my gosh, we need okay. a lot of inner work. Okay. I know. <laughs> I'm so pressured right now. I think I'm like sweating in the inside. 
<laughs> but no, I do like what you both said. It's about, you know, that tsunami that comes through and you have to be ready with that and also have some self-love because without that, I know it sounds a little bit like, how do you call it? It's like such a big concept. Um, but it's that practice and the day-to-day and doing, you know, little things without laughing. So maybe for me, trying to do that daily but not laughing would be a change. Right, Shari? <laughs> yeah. I'm not laughing yoga, but I'm laughing yoga. You can do that. Yeah. Too. Naked well, yoga as well. Thing. Thing. The best environment. We are beer in yoga. Mm, I saw there was a goat, goat one that was so cute yeah. with Kevin Hart and like that, uh, which I, I can't remember who it was. It was goat yoga session. Yeah. Like, so cute. Okay, so, okay. If we would give our viewers our conclusions and final tips as to how we can practice. Like we talk about our self-love, how to be positive and how to live life a certain way that we attract better people. What would they be and why? So tips, who wants to start? Kimmy, go ahead. I don't know my answer yet, but the first thing that came into my mind is Actually, gratitude. Know why? But maybe when you, because I I'm advocate this. Like I really believe in gratitude. That the more things you see, the more things you realize that you're grateful for. More things come into your life. Like abundance comes into your life. So when you have this attitude of you know celebrating life, it makes you become a positive person. And you have a good vibe. Your frequency is better. So that attitude of gratitude, if you just continue to um, practice it, then perhaps maybe that could attract somebody as well with the same kind of energy. That's it. I don't know why that came out, but that's, that's the one. So gratitude. Attitude of gratitude. I think will help you guys. Like, I'm grateful for all of you guys today. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start there. Everyone here, everybody watching, and I'm grateful. Thank you, universe. Yeah, um, with gratitude, you can actually ask for more. You're allowed to. Okay. So, yeah, I want the, the best, God's best. For me, I'm already grateful because he's on his way. Uh, I'm already grateful because he is on his way. Yep, okay. he's on the way. He's on the way. You never know. You never know. The <laughs> flight. Oh, freaking. I don't fly I'm zone. Okay. Okay. How about you, Nick? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a realist, you know, like, even if, like, I'm into the spiritual stuff, you know, like, I struggle with that, you know, Bea, I mean, you know, I'm laughing, but, like, I, I love you, I forgive you, you know, I thank you. These words are, these statements are very triggering to me. Mm. And um, I think you got to go at your own pace, you know, like, it's it's not an automatic, people have this idea because in the pattern, you know, when you, you know, just trust the universe, you know, you dive deep into yourself, like all the secrets are going to be revealed, but 
it's not like that you know it's yeah. you know life is full of suffering it's so difficult but you know you got to do what you have to do it you know like it's not you know stop looking at it in black and white like it's very gray sometimes you're going to have to drink you know all your sorrows away sometimes you're going to need to get super stoned you're going to need to be like just working out like a beast but you got to find your thing for me like find your thing i mean sometimes it might be uh you know like a um like a, maybe like a, a negative coping mechanism like through like a vice but sometimes it could be like going for a run or like washing the dishes but i'm not even asking you to find like a meditative practice it's more like find your thing that can give you peace that can get you out of your head for a bit because when you can do that that's when you kind of realize things you know like oh fuck like this guy is a fucking dick you know like i should just break up with this guy like you know what i mean because when you're when you're just like compressing your time filling your time constantly you're just distracting yourself and i mean it's the hard it's such a it's so hard especially now in this pandemic you know we're constantly on our phones joining all these zoom calls but like there's so much stimulation but what's really happening inside and yeah. that's why we always go through like rock bottoms diba the pattern because you just really just hiding it suppressing it then bang you know you're just like wallowing in your you know like your all your feelings but that's just the way life is right and just go with it go at your own pace that's that's my advice oh, i love that advice you know life is not a one way street find what works for you yeah you know good at okay, good and may I look at this i see it thank i see you. a few uh, thank you so much for everyone cheering me on thank i love this one thank you all for right. all the support Etapa, you got this. Embrace the challenges you have. I don't even know you, but thank you so much. <laughs> I feel better already. I feel like a better lover already. Our guests, Nick and Kim, you guys made us so hopeful. Yeah, I have to say. I mean, what did you learn, Shari, before you wrap up and say goodbye? What did I learn? Um, yeah. I've always... I actually really liked what Nick said. Um, find a way... To cope with, uh, fi- just find your own way. You don't have to force yourself. If, like you, babe, you were laughing the whole time during our three-minute meditation. That's not for you. Find another avenue. And yeah. I also, I also yep. believe in gratitude, um, especially with your, with um, the people around you and whatever you get. Um, keeping yourself in a good mind frame, being positive. It's easier said than done. So I learned that it's a conscious effort to do so. To focus on the blessings that you do have, and to focus on the things that you can do versus the things you can't. Um, yeah. How about you, Bea? What did you learn? Hmm. I do love what Kim Lu said about energy. I mean, this is the age of en- like energy, and what you put out there is what you attract. It's so cliche, but I really do believe. Knowing my background, I think Kim, I was asking you before. Ano ba nangyari? Bakit pinipili ko puro bad boy, de ba? Tinakonakwento ko sa So I think after this, it's kind of like I don't know. Maybe I should attract the good. Let's see. Let's see. I also think <laughs> maybe we, we we think we deserve the fixer uppers, but we need we deserve the fixed. You know, you deserve. Yeah, I like I like a DIY project. It is fun <laughs> to want to do something. You know, 
<laughs> okay, okay. I think this is good. I have a lot of a little exercises and I think we have to share it with everyone as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, we do. Ano yun? I like that nga eh. So, yeah. Yeah. I really like Nick's voice for meditation. I'm gonna wait for the Spotify thing. Very distracting. <laughs> Yeah, it was hard to take it seriously, but I'm, we're going to yeah. try. Um, all right. Shall we talk about next week's episode? Shari? Guys, next week is something interesting. Um, I don't, uh, next week is all about kitten fishing and cat fishing. And we have yeah. quite an interesting Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll sign it. Yeah, so... Kitten... Cat fishing, you know, it's when somebody pretends to look a certain way. Yeah. Kitten fishing, on the other hand, is like everybody. You like you look your you look how you look, but you your online persona is different. Like you have an IG personality um, that's yeah. very different from how you really are. So maybe you, you'll you'll portray yourself as some wealthy supermodel, but in real life, you're an accountant who's working like a all the whole day, something like that. You know. Yeah. So, can you tell them about our guest um, next um, week? Well, I haven't really primed her, but let's talk about. I you know her more than I know her, but go. Okay. Tell well, guys, remember there was this whole big um, issue the start of lockdown when this woman got catfished by this director, art director, and it was a yeah. crazy catfishing story. And she's we invited her next week to share her um, share her story of it yeah so she has agreed because she said uh we're just starting out so we're really grateful i hope she doesn't back out but let's see if she's gonna be open about it i'm really interested the same as how ghosting was i really hope you guys stop catfishing or kitten fishing i don't think the people watching us today are but just in case but if you guys do have a good catfish story, Bea and I are all ears. We love a good catfish story. So, guys, don't be shy. Whatever you tell us is anonymous unless you say we can tell. Then you will And tell. then, starting next week, we're doing a weekly newsletter. We'll send you advice and cheat sheets. Like, for example, our red flag detector. So you can just check the box and see if he's a red flag or what. Um, But yeah, we'll see you next week. We thank you so much, Nick and Kimmy. Yeah, you can give me anything to add about yourselves, how to contact you, where to contact you. Tell our viewers. (laughs) Uh, For me, just follow me on Instagram and click the link in my bio for. I actually also have a, I have a free 10-day meditation program and I have a free workbook for clarity in case you needed that. And I have several programs uh, for next month and so just check it out. So it's Camino Life Coach. See you guys there. Thank you. Cool. Okay. Nick. Yeah, you can you can follow me on uh, Instagram as well. Uh, Nick that is and uh, yeah, I teach nightly um, bedtime meditations for 20 minutes, audio only. So you only show your faces, but like uh, different kinds of meditation techniques, breath work. And uh, you can also follow, like I'm, um, I only started uploading the, um, some of the meditations on Spotify. And uh, yeah, like there's some, a couple of videos as well, Kundalini Yoga and meditation videos um, around Instagram and YouTube as well. 
Okay, well, thank you guys for joining us this week. And please, 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 um, learn from what we talked about. Meditate, love yourselves, be positive, and please follow us on all our social channels and subscribe on Face oh, on YouTube. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks.